welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. No no yawn this time in your intro? No. That was so... No, that was so completely original last week. That was funny. Yeah. No, it's changing it up every now and then, you know? Well, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Not on purpose. It's just all a natural progression, you know? (laughs) You know what I I was just telling Dad yesterday? That the only time I seem to talk to you now that we don't live together is during this one-hour podcast. And so I kind of feel like the rest of the world is knowing you as much as I'm knowing you. That would be true. That that would be true. That's a really mind-boggling thought. Really? Yeah. Makes, oh, I was just going to say you need to come over, but nope, you can't. Can't do it. Can't come over. No, we have restrictions. Unlike everybody else in the world, they're they're getting their restrictions lifted. We're getting ours tightened, so. Not Toronto. What do you mean, not Toronto? Poor Toronto. Poor Toronto is rough right now. Really? Well, I didn't know about this. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's bad right across this country. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, don't even really we don't even get to have one visitor over anymore. Not no. even one. No. Can't can't have none. Well, so, safety first. But with that yeah. said, I do want to clarify that last week we talked about having our party, and we had our Oscar party. But during lockdown, our version of a party is mom and dad going over to our boy's house. That's it. This is our party. It's not much of a party. You having two, you having your parents over, that's the party. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, I was yeah, saying to him a, after, thrill, it sounds huh? really bad. I'm like, yeah, we're going to be partying, you know, and here we are in the middle of a pandemic. So just for those of you who wondered if we're being careful, we were only the two, two of us over there. And you were... We, we, Oh, I was just going to say... We're keeping th- our distance, too, while we were there. I was just saying to Nathaniel, you had mentioned just before the podcast went on, uh, when was the last time you saw any of your friends? Probably a year and a half now. A year and a half. You haven't seen any of your friends in person for a year and a half, other than... No, I don't even know that one time one of your friends applied for a job at your work. You might have seen him oh, then. It was, oh, yeah, it was over okay. a year. That was over yeah. a year ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. So that's crazy yeah. when you think about that. That the only people that you guys have had over to your apartment is your mom and dad. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You guys have not seen anyone. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that just makes me want to cry. Yeah. Well, none of my friends have seen this place yet since I wow. moved. No. Yeah. Okay. One of my sisters was saying she hasn't seen her son in over a year. And she's not allowed to see her grandson. And in order to go to her daughter's wedding, she had to make them her designated two and then quarantine for like two weeks before and two weeks after or something like that. It was just, wow, what a world we live in. This I know people don't like us talking about this story, but so we'll move it, on. it is kind of it is kind of weird sometimes. It is. It's just you can't help but talk about it when things start tightening up and it just gets weirder. Than it was before. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. on everyone's mind out here right now. It's a crazy time to grow up. Because yeah. my idea of yeah. adulthood now has just been this. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. So I go to work, get home, and don't see anybody. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Maddie's like our granddaughter, Julia. She doesn't see kids. She's never been to a playground. She's never been to a playgroup. She just doesn't see any children. She yeah. wouldn't even know. I guess she sees kids at Walmart, but that's about it. You know, when you go to Walmart, like it's so weird when you think about like, if I want to see my kids, I could be like, hey, are you going to be shopping at Walmart at this time? Because I happen to be shopping at Walmart at that time. If I run into you, I can say hi and wave to you, but I still need to keep my distance, you know, and it's just, it's really bizarre. Like, Well, I mean, yeah. the reality though is that the pandemic is raging here. Yeah. It just is. And uh, I mean, the only other way around this is the the worry on the other side of this is that um, if we overload the hospitals, which is happening in Ontario, um, you know, then you're going to have serious problems. It's not going to just be COVID related. It'll be 
everybody having trouble accessing hospitals. So, so I get yeah. it. I get it. You know, and uh, but it is frustrating on one side that um, you you just kind of feel the world is just such a a strange, such a strange place. You know, you wake up every morning and you think, oh, what am I going to do today? And then you go, oh yeah, nothing. <laughs> Got to stay yeah. home. Yeah. You know, and that's it. That's it. So, man, I miss it though. You miss what? I just I just doing stuff. Yeah, remember you used <laughs> yeah. to go out for a drive with your friends late at night and yeah, you guys would like go for ribs or something. We were all planning like a New Year's party this year too and that didn't happen. Right. No, that was the height of it actually, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was yeah. Even yeah. Christmas was terrible. We couldn't have Maddie and Matthew over. We just right. yeah. Yeah, there won't be any Mother's Day this year. Yeah, it's just on and on and on. But yeah. anyway. And are we ever depressing? Yeah, I we know. We are so depressing. <laughs> in the world. I might just have to cut all of that out of the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> nah, well, i got to get serious right. here and there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So I, I have been up to do-it-yourself stuff. I've been making all kinds of do-it-yourself projects. Woo. You can see them. I think I talked about it last week, the Scrabble squares. They're up on my P310 home. Now, and I did this um, farm, what do you call it, farm style, I think, uh, yeah, farm style, two-tiered tray, beautiful, I love it. Today I painted mason jars, I've just been, do it yourself, Darlene, and... Do it yourself, Darlene. (laughs) Just outside our front door, we have a welcome mat that says, this home runs on Jesus and coffee. Yeah. There you go. There. But but the problem <laughs> That's is true. I don't drink coffee, but I do have ice caps, which is close enough. You should and start dad drinking dad coffee. drinks coffee, so drinking it now. Yeah. So you yeah. need to get into coffee. I know. Cause I know I feel like I'm such a liar. Like right from the moment you step on my doorstep, it's like lie. Right there, my welcome mat is lying to everybody that's about to step into my house. No. We Okay, well, I, you, I drink a lot of coffee. All right. Yeah, so it's not saying that you're you fueled by guilt. Jesus. Yeah, it's coffee. The, yeah, you're not the coffee part of it. Just as a collective. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Just yeah. as a collective. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, what was new for you this, this last week? I guess nothing. Me? Yeah. Yeah, tell us. Uh, I have a friend who is getting more into the world of video game production. Oh. As in, like, just out of, like, just a hobbyist thing. So he's yeah. just playing around with 3D modeling and 2D art Ooh. and that kind of stuff. Okay. And it's inherently giving me a uh, a cool little way to practice music. Because oh, anything that's... he creates, he throws my way and I can practice. Ooh, Creating nice. different styles, making more orchestral music if I want. I thought you were like going to say that you're helping him on the video game side because you're a video game guru. No, that's not right. You're, you're, not, a, you're not a guru, Someone called, you? someone referred to him as a video game guru today. Who did? You know what? Just a friend. And I made, that made me laugh because it's like, um, what, what did you call yourself? A uh, computer scientist. You were a computer I, scientist, that's right. A computer scientist is, is what they are. Our three boys. Hobbyist. Yeah, right now you're a computer hobbyist. It's like a radio show. But you're going here. into computer science. So you will be a computer scientist. Soon. That's true. Yeah. There so that's yeah. that's amazing fun. Good for you. Because yeah, that's what I like doing. That's what I find more interesting in movies or games is the sound design and the music. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you on that. Is it yeah. more of a goofy style of music though, like do 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 do, or not? No, I've been making like I try to with or, at least orchestral music is what I've kind of been leaning towards now. But oh, that uh, is cool. Yeah, you guys have never heard any, or haven't heard any of my orchestral music when I actually learned how to make it. Have you got any of it available? I do. Well, is not it available publicly. everywhere? It might be soon. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and I actually do have more music I'm putting up soon. Oh, that's so interesting. I would love to yeah. hear it. Yeah, okay, let, let me know when it's up. I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. I will, I will. But uh, yeah, with orchestral music, you can do a lot more emotional stuff with it. Mm. So Ooh, with any emotional. like darker games, you know, try to get this feeling of loneliness or anything like that in the game, you can really do that well. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So that that that's given me a lot of chances to ex- explore with that end of music, not just making the same 
fast, high tempo music, trying to that, do a little different. Okay, one one tip for you because this is kind of a funny thing. When I was a kid, when I was actually younger than you are now, um, okay. yeah, I I was taking uh, I was in band at uh, at high school and uh, they were handing out instruments. And so uh, I, I was, we were, it was this dumb, right? We were all in a line and we just had to walk up to the teacher and he was pulling instruments out of boxes and just handing them to you just randomly, right? Right. And he gave me the clarinet. And so I went and sat down in the clarinet section and I started playing this thing and I thought, this is the most depressing sounding instrument I have ever heard yes. in my life. Yeah. And I thought for sure, if you're doing something that's somber, that's supposed to bring the mood down, it would probably have to be clarinet. I have a clarinet uh, sample. <laughs> Do you? So <laughs> it I doesn't oh, surprise that's me. Cool. <laughs> I well, I have pretty much like every orchestral instrument I can get here. Okay. Yeah. And no so offense to be... anybody. Yeah, whoever, whoever's you know playing clarinet, it's it's a great instrument, but it's. It's usually, I always found that it's used for the really kind of a somber kind of a feel, you know, whenever something turns more somber than, uh, yeah, yeah, then everybody else sits down and the clarinet gets its chance. Yeah, but that, that's a cool sound though. There's not a, another sound like it. You, no. you can't, no, you can't fake that sound. It, it, it really is good. If it's well recorded, it's really rich. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think is a really bad sound? The flute. Like and kids always have to have a flute and learn the flute. Oh, do at you school. mean do you mean the recorder or the flute? Oh, I mean the recorder. The recorder. The yeah. recorder. Flute is awesome. The, the recorder nice. just sounds awful. Like why not let kids learn the flute? Have you heard any professional recorder players? No, never. They're actually pretty good. Are oh, they? really? Yeah, it's yeah. a real I thing. So. Like I have I feel never like I've heard that. They're not like. Super professional, but people who actually take the time to really learn the recorder, they can play some nice music. Oh, like the Titanic hmm. one? That's right. There's, <laughs> that was... <laughs> There's one on YouTube. It's really bad. Isn't it just He's a joke video? It. Yeah, it's okay. a joke video. Okay. Yeah, it sounds yeah. terrible. It's funny. <laughs> Oh, because he's really bad. It just, to me, it just sounds like the squeakiest instrument, but maybe maybe people know how to play it properly, I guess. Well, you don't blow into it as hard. Well, sorry, I was just going to say, you don't blow into it as hard as you can until it has that squealing sound. That's what people tend Mm. to do. That's what I used to do. That's a great sound, though. I love the (laughs) cello. It's kind of like the violin with more depth. It's just beautiful. I love the cello. I, that's a great instrument. I make a lot of my music with the cello. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Ooh. that's kind of usually my bass instrument that I use for a lot of stuff. Because it's, it's a really clean sound for mm-hmm. what I remember experimenting. Instead of using like the full orchestral samples, just yeah. to throw like a cello or viola in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. I don't know what a viola yeah. is. Large violin. Yeah. Oh, like a giant violin? Kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. That so you play it the same way that you play a cello, like you no. have to hold it in front of you. Yeah, you hold it. I'm just trying to think now. I got to make sure I get this right. <laughs> I mean, I play it the same way I play everything because I play everything on a MIDI keyboard. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not playing the physical <laughs> instrument. <laughs> uh, I have, yeah, I've seen them and I didn't know how people play them. Oh, they hold them in their hand like a violin. Yeah, it's just bigger. It's it's a bigger violin. Yeah, oh, it has okay. more bass, more. Kind of more warmer, well, I don't know about warmer tones, but more bass tones, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, I'll have it's to really listen. Nice. I see one person holding it like um, cello. He's sitting down holding it in front of him. Yeah. But most of them seem to be holding them. So that is hmm. really interesting. I'm going to have to check out YouTube videos and listen to that. Yeah. We might have to start this podcast off with the musical intro. Oh, wait, we do, don't we? Of course we do. <laughs> I was just like, wait, no. Uh, we do. Right. I don't remember how it goes. Do you, Nathaniel? How our intro goes? Yeah, how does our intro go? Uh, oh, I remember it now. Okay, what? I mean... What, I'm going to hum it? Yeah. No. Yeah. How does it go? At the end, it's really cool. It goes... Da, 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 da. It goes... It has that weird... Well, no. Or something that's, like... That's snooping. Yeah, like a slap bass kind of thing. Yeah, it's very cool at the end. I like the ending. But I don't remember the beginning. Nope, don't remember. 
And our five-minute marriage one I do, it sounds very kind of hometown. It reminds me of like a small town, just, I don't know. Very very, acoustic. Yeah, very acoustic. Yeah, very acoustic, like just jamming at your friend's house on the front porch. That's a fun sound. It's hilarious that we can't remember our own theme songs. I can vaguely remember, but I'd never be able to hum it. It's it's not really something you can hum. Well, I, I forgot about it because we're sitting here at the at, literally at the table, right? Like the write up on the podcast is you know we're sitting at the kitchen table, which is exactly what we're doing. Yep. And, Same. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, and we just we just go one, two, three, and we point, and that's it. It starts. So we you know when we're recording it, we obviously don't have a musical. Musical intro. Okay, question. Did you send Nathaniel something that pertained to this podcast? Yes. Well, are we supposed to be, I don't know. I don't really know anything about this. No, I forgot no, about other, that. I'll be you, honest. Okay. Yeah. You, you said something like you were sending him something before. I thought so, it would be. So set this up. What is it? Oh, yeah. I thought it would be a cool idea to, uh, to, to make Nathaniel sort of the Alex Trebek um, of, uh, of Christian trivia here. And so, yeah, rest he, in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Alex. Yeah. I love him. And so he's going to read um, some Bible trivia, and it's going to be, I guess. Oh, so making Darlene look really bad now. Oh man! No, yeah. this is going to make okay. me look really bad. Oh, I can't wait to see you pronouncing some of these words. Yeah, you don't have to Let's pronounce go. them. No, you've got three hundred questions there, so you can pick and choose. Oh, I'm yeah. going to let you guys just choose a number between one and three hundred. Oh, one ninety nine. Oh, Uh-oh. he has to scroll. Are they numbered? That's far. <laughs> Are they That's numbered? Really far. Okay, they're numbered, choose something. Okay, they're numbered How? in one hundred. I'm at the bottom here. Okay, but they're you... numbered in chunks of one hundred. So there's three chunks of one hundred. Oh, so okay. Name a number right. between one and three to get your two. Uh, two. Okay. All right. And now name a number between one and one hundred. Ninety-nine. No, that's not between. Oh, yeah, that is between. Okay. I oh, I thought he said in like in the middle. Wait. I'm, I'm making a <laughs> scroll. No. Okay, I'm learning this. The categories are from easy to hard. So one Ooh. is easy, two is hard, medium, three is hard. Well, let's start one. with an easy one. How about a medium? <sighs> I think we're a medium. Nah. Well, let's try let's easy. Do, okay, let's we'll try easy. Then let's we'll try do easy, sure. Okay. All right. One in 100 and easy. Let's, let's give go. our audience a chance to think about it too, the listeners. To think okay. about it before we yell it out. Okay. Of course, of course. So if they're listening, okay, go ahead. Uh, name one between one and one hundred. Just, just give us a question. Just give us anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Knock yourself out. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. This is question forty-seven. What did Jesus do at the Last Supper to his disciples? Wash their feet. You're supposed to wait a second. Oh, oh so you're okay. supposed to wait. <laughs> Sorry. Wash their feet. Was that easy or medium? Because that seemed that was easy. easy. Yeah, that's well, too easy. He broke bread. That's so easy. Now, this one you're never going to get, though. Okay. This is also easy, apparently. Good luck. What did the woman pour on Jesus' feet at the home of Simon at the Perfume. Leper? Ding. I, you're supposed to wait. <laughs> uh, Perfume? It's actually a jar of expensive perfume. Yeah. Yeah. You, so that's that's not a correct answer then. That's um, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we want full answers answer. here. Oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 So let's go. Uh, let's go medium. Okay. How about oh, if it's medium. your turn to answer now, and if you don't know, it'll come to me. Ooh. Go ahead. Okay. Ask. Ask at least medium. Okay. This is medium. Okay. okay. How many people were saved on the ark? Oh, okay. That would be... Can I answer? Well, I, I, nope. I don't want to just blurt this out, so I'm going to double check this or I'll never live this down. What uh, do you mean? Well, you're Googling it? No, no, no. <laughs> One, two. Okay, that would be eight. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hope yeah, I get I was going to blurt like out that. eight, but I just thought, ah, just in case. All but right, no. give, it, give it to me. <laughs> this is an interesting question. Uh, how did God make people spread out across the earth? <laughs> I, know. I know this is a Tower of Babel question. Now, I, I you got this. I, I, he confused their languages. Yeah, that is correct. That's yeah. a correct. Okay, what Ooh. does that even like? He just forgot what their languages were. 
No, no, he, no, he didn't confuse. <laughs> he, he wasn't confused. He was confused, so I just put him everywhere. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I've confused your languages. I don't know where I put what them. What does that mean, confused their languages? <laughs> he, oh, man, I was hanging out at Venus there for a few years. I didn't realize I made a that, mistake. <laughs> it means that he gave them different languages so they could no longer communicate with each other. That's right. Because they were t- trying to build a tower up to heaven. I mean, they why were, did he let them? That's quite I think the tower they were, to build. They were, it was pride. I think they were trying to be equal with God. That's how I oh. see it. Yeah, you know, we can we can go up to heaven. And, and it wasn't even that they would reach heaven, but that their pride was causing them to to do this. Do you think so, Michael? Yeah, it, yeah I think it was definitely about... Uh, I, I don't know what the purpose of the tower was, so that could be factoring into it as well. But, <laughs> yeah. you know... Um, but pride for sure. They, they, yeah, yeah. They wanted to build a monument. Yep. Wow. So that was my answer. Wow. Let's, let's try a hard one. Okay, I'm going to regret Michael. this, but let's try a hard one. Yeah. And then if you don't get it, I get a chance to answer it. Okay. All right. Give me a number. I want to do this random. One in 100. 21. 21. How many days was Lazarus dead before Jesus came to visit? Four. For what? Hey? For what? Four days and what? nights. That's four right. Days. Four days. <laughs> full answers oh, here. Full I thought you were going to say, what is four days? Yeah, what is but four no, days? But no, you didn't ask you, oh, no, like, you didn't ask it right. I'm then. glad you didn't ask me that because I would have said three. Would you? Yeah. No. I you thought could, it was You could have just not said that and you would have sounded like a genius though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, your turn. All right. Here we All go. Right. One in 100. Um... Eleven? Eleven. Eleven. Who returned to Israel to build up the walls of Jerusalem? Oh, who have you been studying for the last three weeks? Who returned to Israel? Ezra. Are you sure about that? No, because there was a (laughs) bunch of guys that were working on it. There was Jared Babel and all these people. There was some guy named Joshua there. But who returned to Israel and Nehemiah? Okay, I am going for Ezra because it's in the book of Ezra. And the king sent Ezra. Okay, so I'm not being dumb here if I'm wrong. The king sent Ezra to go and to (laughs) preach to the people and to help them with building the of rebuilding the, the temple. So... Okay, but this what is was, the walls of Jerusalem. Oh, the walls of Jerusalem. Okay, yes. reread the question again. Who returned to Israel to build up the walls of Jerusalem? That would be Nehemiah, because Ezra's building of the temple. Um, Nehemiah is deals with the building of the walls, and Esther is about the body of Christ, preserving the body of Christ. So I will guess Nehemiah. That's right. Are you serious? That's correct, Nehemiah. <laughs> You're not no. supposed to be surprised. You're getting... Because... I, You're, <laughs> oh, God blessed me with this because I've been studying this. This is... I'm not this smart. Trust me. I just... This is what I've been studying. No, that's like, good. I'm lately. impressed. That's funny. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I would Next not up. have known that a month ago. All right. Let's stick in this the hard category. False. Okay. Gonna hit you with a true or false here. Oh, on 50-50 on this one. That's right. The Jewish leaders tried to set Jesus free. The Jewish leaders tried to set Jesus free. <laughs> That's tough. Well, it depends on who, because some of them yes. did, some of them didn't. The Jewish leaders. It's a yes or a no. It's a true or false. Oh, yeah. Think about that. The leaders. Yeah, Jewish yeah. I am. the Jewish leaders. Yes, tried to Just set him think free. Think about it. Will you please? <laughs> Someone's trying think to concentrate. This. Use your brain here a little bit. What's that? Use your brain. Use my brain. True or false? Okay, so the, read it again for me, please. The Jewish leaders tried to set Jesus free. True or false? False. That's correct. Really? They I, I know some of crucified. them. But some yes. of them were working to get him freed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So Okay. Was, but you got that right. We're, we've been very... Very fortunate so far. <laughs> okay. Next Thank up. you, Lord. All right. All right. All right, all right. Well, maybe fortunate's not a good word. Not really. <laughs> mm. 
Woof. I'm going <laughs> to go for one that's going to be hard to pronounce for me. And I'm not going to ask for help in okay. pronouncing it. All right. So you're just going to have to live with it. What a brave guy. Wow. <laughs> Do it. Um, Do it. Let me find one. No, I'm really good at reading, so it's hard to find one. Uh, okay. You ready it's for this? It's my turn. It's my turn. Yeah. It is your turn. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, these are a little bit tricky. Okay. Okay. I'm still struggling to find one here. Can we just give you a number? <laughs> give me a number. Nine. Okay. What were Daniel's three friends' Babylonian names? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Ooh, yeah. that's correct. That's yeah, a good that was easy right. one. Those are my boys there. That was in Sunday the hard school category? songs. Well, it would hard. be if you didn't go to Sunday school. I that would see. be tricky. <laughs> oh. oh, I had that sneeze coming on for a while. <laughs> okay. All right, so All right, let's this, do one more each. One more each, this okay. One, yeah, this one's hard to pronounce for me. Okay. Um, okay, you ready? I'm ready. Is this ready. true or false? An- An- uh, Anani- Ananias and Ananias. Sapphira and Sapphira Sapphira <laughs> it's okay Sapphira <laughs> he knows <laughs> this okay <laughs> okay maybe I should ask a different question <laughs> you know what I'm gonna ask a different you, you've shown good good knowledge in that question so I'm gonna hit you with one you don't know <laughs> yeah do it <laughs> wait that's that's not even close to being fair <laughs> this, this is a true question right here Okay. Where in the Bible can you find the Lord's Prayer? Ooh. That's right. The book and chapter? That's right. Okay. Hmm. I think he's going to get this right. I'm not. Ooh. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, yeah. Because all of the Gospels just blend together for me. Well, not completely, but yikes. Like there's the, the, yeah, boy. Okay. Why couldn't you ask me about the Sermon on the Mount or something that was... Yeah. I got some other hard questions coming up from mom. Don't worry. Okay. Well, um, well, I would say... (laughs) You can do this. You can do this. What's that? You can do this. No, I I don't... Try. Where can you find the Lord's Prayer? Okay. I would guess... If he doesn't, I will guess, and I know I'm probably wrong, because it could be any number of chapters. We know it's not John 1. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing, is I'm trying to eliminate chapters in my mind. I'm thinking, no, this is, this is going to take all night. Uh, I, would, I would take a stab at it and say, there, it is in Matthew. That's what okay. I would say. Is that correct? I'm not going to tell you until, okay. you until you guess fully here. Um, I'm wondering if I know. I'm okay. So I would say Matthew. Boy. Okay. Um, it's killing me not to yell what is, I think. It is killing oh. me. Okay. Oh. I, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say something like Matthew 17. I say 12. <sighs> Both I incorrect. Think. I'm sorry. Oh. What is it? Matthew chapter 6. So early. That's okay. part of the Sermon on the Mount? Sure. Oh, no. See, I thought it was right after the Sermon <laughs> on the Mount, but I've, that's long, so I'm thinking... See, I thought it was kind of a trick thing, and I thought, no, you know what, part of me thinks maybe it was later on, and oh, mm. now I'm just humiliated. So I get my last question now. That is, yeah, that's humiliating, oh, I'm sorry. It is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard, though. But you know what? I will never forget that again. That's right. I forgot it already. Did you? No. Oh, yeah, Matthew chapter 8. <laughs> Chapter Wait, eight. chapter eight. Wait, <laughs> no, it's chapter six. <laughs> chapter six. All right, Let's are you ready? Yes. I don't know if this is going to be hard. To me, this would be near impossible. Oh, definitely impossible. Whoa. You ready? Yeah, I'm scared now. What is the fifth petition? The fifth petition. <laughs> no. Ignore that. What's car. a petition? Is that a commandment? Uh, the is questions it, here are: What is the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh posi- uh, petition? I've never heard of this. 
Can, can I have a lifeline? Truly deplorable. I no, no I don't know how I would give you a lifeline <laughs> on this. Petition. What is the can, fifth do, petition? Do you know what a petition is, Michael? Because uh, you can uh, give me a you leave hint. me out of this. No, I don't no, have no. a clue what a petition is. Do Come you on. know what a petition is, Michael? You're going down. Do you know what it is? <laughs> do you know what I'm the not fifth answering petition? that petition? I'm drinking. Do you know right what the now. fourth petition is? Thou shall not steal. It's incorrect. Okay, because I have no clue. The fifth what? petition. What do you think it is, Dad? I have no idea. <laughs> the fifth petition is forgive our debts. Are these part of the prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What is the fourth? What is the first petition? Hallowed be thy name. Second petition, your kingdom come. Okay, you know what? That's not a fair question. That's because pretty fair. I have never heard <laughs> the Bible use the word petition. Is this, is, I've never heard of that. Have you? Are you sure this Me? isn't the Catholic version? <laughs> yeah. <of that? laughs> I'm thinking I need a lifeline right now. I got to call like Hey, if you want me to do another priest. question, we can do that. Okay, let's get each get one more question. We'll, we'll okay, hurry this okay. along. Okay, we got to hurry it along. Yeah. All right. All right okay, all give right. Michael one. Give Dad one. Oh, man. What is the I, I kind of want petition? my Ananias and Sapphira one back. Do you think no you could petitions. even answer that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, number 50. Okay. 50. Oh, number 50. I was about to give you a cooler one. Oh. Okay, do it. I'm going to give you go. a cooler one. All right. All right. What is the introduction to the commandments? What is the introduction to the commandments? We should have stuck with medium. Wow. This is tough. I'm looking I mean, number 50 I don't might have even been know. Okay. The wording on these is really strange to me. It's really strange. Okay. So what is... Read that again. What is the introduction? What is the introduction to the commandments? The in- so it's the first sentence. Thou the shalt not. Ooh, that's not right. No, I know it's not, but I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I don't get it. Give him another question. That, that no, doesn't... What is okay, the answer what? to it? What? This answer is, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. So... That's a fair question. Okay. We, we just on, don't really know the hard You're stuff. getting too many lifelines here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Question 50, you'll probably get. I'll give it to you. All right? All right. Who is this for? Me, Mom. Yeah? <gasps> okay. Me, Me Mom. Mom. Me so Mom. number 50, this is what you would have had, Dad. In what city were Jesus' followers first called Christians? Ugh. Come <laughs> on. Oh, I shouldn't say that. In the city Uh-oh. of... <laughs> Rome. No. Ooh. Try again. That hurts. Try again. That hurts. <laughs> She's waving her hands going, Jerusalem. No. Jerusalem. Antioch. I don't even know if it's... I don't it, know geography. It, I don't know if it's a city or town or... It's Antioch. What is yep. it, Nathaniel? <laughs> Antioch. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that I think is, you're yeah. the winner, Michael. No, I don't think I'd so. I'd say you're the winner. No, I'm, oh, I'm okay. shamed winner, winner, for not chicken knowing dinner. Where, the, where the Lord's Prayer was in Matthew. Huh. I will never live that one down. But just think, if we would have had all the easy questions, then we would have we would have been we would have done all right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Chapter six. Chapter six. So you know what I want to do today? I would like to talk about the Bible verse of the week a little bit earlier than we usually do because this time. I got something I want to talk about, and it's about, it reminds me of that Bible verse of the week. Hmm. So, yeah, something that was on my mind this week. It's kind well, of wait a minute. How do you know what the Bible verse of the I week is? I sent it to him. <gasps> I don't Ooh. remember it. But when I sent it, I thought, mm, okay, that reminds me of this thing we were talking about earlier this week, which you'll know. What, should we have, hey, listen, could you put together like a soundtrack with trumpets or something to... Harold in the, uh, the sure the, the question <laughs> the Bible verse of the week with the flute. I thought we had the Bible verse Maybe of the week you bell for like one in. episode. We did have it before, but that thing's deafening. It's a big <laughs> ship bell. Maybe we should have like a squawking bird, like bring down the word bird, and then. Uh, so glad you almost forgot how to. <laughs> Is that save. your bird? Sound? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Squawk like a little squawking bird. Okay. All right. 
All right. What is the Bible verse of the day? Not of the week. All right. This is... Oh, sorry. I just put my hand out on my keyboard and opened a bunch of stuff. This cool. is Romans fifteen thirteen. Right. <gasps> NIV. May the All God right. of hope... Yes. May the God... <laughs> You're, you interrupt me every time I start it. Take your time. <laughs> Whew, okay. May the God of hope fill uh-huh. you with all joy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to restart this one. Okay. We'll, we'll be quiet. We'll be quiet. <laughs> May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well done. Love that. Me and too. When, yeah. So here's what it reminded me of. As, as I read that verse, just as I was sending it off to you, I only saw it for a minute. But mm-hmm. I thought what really stood out to me was that it says here, um, as you trust in him. So may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. And I think that without trusting in God, we don't have that joy and the peace that that Paul is talking about in this verse when he was saying, you know, that that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. It kind of reminds me of what we were talking about earlier this week. When I was talking about, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Oh, no. <gasps> Do you know what I'm talking about, Nathaniel? No. Yes, you do. <laughs> like, who was doing the other? <laughs> Me. Oh, yeah. I, I was talking about Matthew McConaughey. That's right. Okay, this was so bizarre. That's right, so, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, when he received his Oscar for the Best Actor, he gave this speech, and it was really like... He started off, and I thought, well, it sounds like a really faith-focused speech. Then I see him reading a book that was um, The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel, I think it is. You know, and then I see him kind of like in interviews. Ben probably mentioned that on a podcast, oh, a long time ago, that I said there was this celebrity on the podcast who was talking about faith. And you said, I think I know that one. Remember, Nathaniel? Uh, yes, that was a big moment. Like I was... <laughs> <laughs> to come back come back to the mic <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was, that was a big you, moment you really weren't expecting to get called out where you <laughs> was it no that was uh very big on the news wasn't it yeah was he was like, promoting his book yeah yeah and so anyways so for some so i look him up for some reason now youtube's starting to show me all these videos by matthew mcconaughey where he's like Sitting with his pastor in church. Now, before I say any more, I want to also add that I don't really know if his faith is deep, if his faith is genuine. All I know is so far what I've seen, and I like the fruit that I've seen. So if you know more than I do, and you know, you're going to send me a hateful letter and say, hey, you know, he goes to this church or that. I don't know that. But what I know is the fruit that I've seen, and it's been really good. And so I'm really like blessed by that. But he shared a sermon this week, and the sermon reminded me so much of the um, the Bible verse that we have today. It's really weird to hear like Matthew McConaughey preaching this little sermon. And what he talked about is he's taught he was talking about the body of Christ, and what he is saying that he said this is his quote: "We used to be we used to independently call our own shots." But then we entered into a large and integrated life in which he has the final say in everything. This is what we proclaimed in word and action when we were baptized. Each of us, now part of his resurrection body, refreshed and sustained at one fountain, his spirit where we all come to drink. And then he says, don't leave crumbs. The crumbs I'm talking about are the choices we make that make us have to look over our shoulder in the future. And he talks about um, if you owe somebody money and then all of a sudden you notice there's a guy sitting three rows behind you and that's the guy that you owe the money to and you haven't paid him back. So then you're carrying around this guilt. 
and this remorse, and you're always carrying around this anxious feeling, or you're having an affair with somebody, and all of a sudden you find out that your wife and this lady are going to be at the same PTA meeting the next day. And so he talks about these breadcrumbs that we leave when we sin, and we anything that we do, any sin that we commit has repercussions. It's going to leave us feel feeling guilty. It's going to leave us feeling anxious. It's going to leave us feeling stressed out. And so as long as we are living this way, we're not going to have the peace that the Bible talks about, the peace that comes with walking in the spirit. And that's where that verse really stood out to me that you said, um, Again, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that joy and peace comes in trusting in God, in walking according to his will. Because as long as you're not walking according to God's will, you're always going to have that um, the feeling of guilt, the feeling of sin and remorse. And, and the Holy Spirit, if you are a believer, the Holy Spirit is going to be convicting you. And so you're going to have these feeling of conviction on your heart, which isn't a great place to be. It's a dark place to be. And I've been there where I was walking in sin and constantly looking over my shoulder and feeling like, you know, what I'm doing isn't right. And you have this conviction and it's not a peaceful feeling. And so if you really want that peaceful feeling, walk in the light and which is what you were talking about yesterday, Michael, walking in truth, which is where we are the manifestation of God's truth as we read the Bible and we let his word permeate us. And then we, we walk out, which was I talking about, which was what I was talking about in living our faith out into this world, we become a light. And that's where we have that peace when we are doing what we're supposed to be doing as Christians, when we are living up to the words that we professed when we were baptized. Did I speak too long? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I like that. Did it make sense? You get it? That's cool, eh? Wow. Your turn. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) What what I like about that verse, um, just looking at verses like that... to me, the, the key is once we understand what, what each of those words mean, because this verse is so packed with individual words that mean so, so, so much. And so you don't get far in this verse because it says, now may the... Okay, this is 15.13, right? I just flipped my page over here. Uh, my phone's on the charger. Yes, Give me a minute. it is. Okay, 15.13. Okay. So it says, uh, now may the God of hope... Okay, so... If we start at, you know, stop at hope, hope is one of those key words. Joy is, peace is, believing is, power, the power, and then of the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, so many key words in there that, that if you were to read this just in sort of the normal English language, you'd go, oh, okay, so now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, you know, and, and it, okay, it has some meaning. But if you really dig deep and dig down into those key words, Wow, it just means so much more. Um, I think my favorite word in there is the word peace. And I'll never forget the time that I, um, that I actually discovered what peace really means. And peace means that we are living according to the Spirit. We're putting to death the deeds of the body, and we are living according to the Spirit of God. And um, then that is the relationship we have with God and with one another, is is the relationship of peace. So peace in, in this context isn't, you know, two countries warring against each other and then coming to a peace agreement and, and it's peaceful. This is something different. This means unity. And so there is this, this deep bond of unity between us and God and all believers, all true believers, um, are, are living in that peace. So it, it is incredibly deep. And so the same with believing, which is the same word for faith, you know, and joy, all of that ties in with living in peace. And it's, it's really cool. So if you ever have a chance to, to kind of dig down and maybe open up and, and take a look at some of those words, the, the Greek meaning, if you ever do that, I would recommend that because there's some words in, in the Greek language that are not really all that translatable into, uh, into English, not directly. 
And so it's really cool to find those things in sentences and and just see how that affects sentences. It just makes it mean even more. Yeah, that is cool. I think that the opposite of peace then is broken in pieces, being separated, you know, that separation from God, because sin separates us from God. Right. But as we are united with God, we have that peace with God. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. That's, that's that union together. Or we could also be united um, in the, of the same mind, being like, okay, I am united with God in my the way that I'm walking, mm-hmm. the way that I'm living. You are um, in lockstep, as you would say. There's that peace as you're in lockstep. I'm surprised you're using that word. Wow. Well, because you've said it to me before. I was, <laughs> I know, but nice but you looked word, at me eh? and said, what is that? <laughs> I love, I use that word now, lockstep. I like it. Oh, there you oh. go. I think it's good. Or being, you know, yoked with the Father. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. What, is, what does it mean? Give to be yoked? Definition. Oh, I want to. Other one. Okay. Lockstep okay. or You're yoked? Up. Lockstep, both. You, know, that, you, do, you do lockstepped. Okay, well, lockstep means you're walking at the same pace and... Um, with each other. So in lockstep means you're believing the same thing. Um, yeah, I guess that's, that's, I'm going to tell you what yoked is. Yeah. So when you are yoked, um, um, with someone or it says that my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus says, now what a yoke is when you see oxen, you know, you see pictures of oxen like and how the, the farmer would have this big, yeah, a big okay. piece of wood over the neck of the oxen's. Yeah. That was called a yoke. So oh, okay, so you're when, talking about that? Okay. Yeah, so when one um, ox would move one way, they would both move in the same direction at all times. So you, they, the, that would keep them together, that would keep them moving at the same pace, that would right. keep them turning in the same direction. So when Jesus says, my yoke is easy, it's talking about walking in lockstep with him, which is being yoked with him mm-hmm. um, and imitating him basically is what it is about. The other thing I was going to jump in. There's going to be a good scattered seed for me to write. (laughs) The other thing I was going to jump in and say um, about believing, this is, this is so, so much in Paul's writings. He he packs so much into each verse that it's, you can stay on one verse for a long, long time and just think about that and, and just uncover so much more. But What he's telling you in this verse, which is really cool, is the meaning of believing. And this is kind of the key to this this whole verse. He says, so now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. He's, what he's pointing out. I don't have in believing on mine. No, I'm reading the New American Standard. King James is peace in believing. I'm reading the NIV. Uh, Okay, so <laughs> yeah, there, there's a good example of some words missing out. Okay, well, okay. Well, anyway, so we're going we're gonna to go back to, well, the King James, New King James. Oh, new, as you trust in him. Okay, that's what I have in yeah. believing. Okay, All the other versions have him. believing in them. So. Okay. But anyway, in the word believing, what, what it is here, believing is faith, right? And so what Paul is telling you, and this is actually to do with a, a discussion that you and I actually had, I think, yesterday that was, we had a little fight over it wasn't for a, a half an hour i hate that word fight <laughs> that's sort of a tussle no, fight no we had a little bit of what would you call it when you're talking um banter banter is a good word banter. for it discussion a little bit yeah, of a discussion. banter for a half an hour and finally said okay you know what forget that we're not getting anywhere so all right but anyway so um joy and peace in believing so what he's saying here and what he's what he's trying to do by saying this is he's pointing to the word believing, which is the same word as, as faith, right? And so he's saying that what, what is true faith or what is just faith? And so a really quick explanation of this is when we come, when we first come to know, know God, okay, so God calls us by his word. And so the parable of the sower is the best example of this. And so the seed is, is thrown onto the ground. And so the ground represents our heart. And the seed is the word of God. And if that seed takes root in our heart, then that will grow. And the plant that is growing is faith. Now, that is not a faith that he's talking about here. He's talking about a faith once we have repented. And so by the kindness of God, he grants repentance to us. We die to ourselves. We are risen with Christ. 
um, we receive a cleansed conscience. We receive the Holy Spirit. And so then you have believing. This is the believing he's talking about. In some other verses, he talks, he says, true faith. It's, it, and so he attaches that word true to it to make sure that people really do understand what he's talking about. So he's saying, the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. He's saying that you only have joy and peace when you have the Holy Spirit and you are walking according to the word of God and you are putting to death the deeds of the body and living for him. I went looking for a Bible trivia game this week. They, we have a store out here in our city. It has tons of games. It has like every game you can imagine. So I was looking for Bible trivia. They have like maybe 15 different types of Monopoly games there. They have all kinds of trivial pursuit and stuff like that. There was one Bible, but I think it was Bible charades. I'm surprised, you know, I think they, they must have more Bible games, but it was trivial pursuit that I was looking for in particular. I was hoping I'd find a Bible edition. But no, I didn't didn't see it there. Even like Bible trivia, we used to have one. I don't know where it is. We lost so many of our games in the last two moves. Well, I don't know. I just sent 300 Bible trivia questions, and some of those are pretty tough. You did. You did. Hey, maybe we could just use our Trivial Pursuit game, and we could use the Bible trivia game questions, and we can kind of makeshift our own thing, you know? Yeah. Are you forgetting the Bible trivia that we already did? Today, you mean? No, before today. What? Bible Jeopardy? I remember that. Oh, yeah, Bible, yeah. Yeah. Yes, There weren't very many questions with it, though. Yeah. I think because we were doing like a demo. That's right. Yeah. That's Mm. what it was we were demoing. So the actual I don't think, I don't think that was a demo that they sent me. I think that was the actual game. Said it was. Yeah, it said it was a demo. I recall it saying it was a demo. It was it was a demo, but when see when we get something to review as a blogger, we don't usually just get a like a demo. Like it is called a demo, but it's usually the full version. Because if you're going to review, like if someone sends you their book to review, they're not going to just send you two chapters. Really? I think that's how it is. I I would have. Yeah, me too. It was nice that we got to play the game and stuff, but. Honestly, I don't think they're listening anyway, so I'm going to say this. I'm not <gasps> that big of a fan. It well, was, only because the questions, there weren't that many questions. There weren't that many, and I thought it was going to actually be a game in a box. So you well, have to print it, it out. We just had the online version. Yeah, you just had the online version, though. No, they did not have the box. Well, though. they didn't have a print version. No. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I No, they didn't. It was you know like an online. I'm going to defend this. I think it was great. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Okay, but well, it, there we got two against one. But what I remember, I think of this it, is like free. What we just did tonight, it's free. Yeah, and it, it was has tougher, more questions. Though. It was tougher because we chose hard. But there were three yeah, levels. That's true. That's true. So I would much rather just grab a free one online and use that. Like. I must I be know. I must be old school or something. I don't know. I, I I don't know. The other one was actually called Bible Bible Jeopardy. Yeah, because it had a point system and all that that we didn't use. We were just using the questions. Right. Yeah. So we that's pl- right. we played it very wrong. Yeah, that's right. So, I think giving it a fair shake. I think it was. I think it was a great game. Yeah. If we actually printed it out and actually played it, I'm sure it would have been great. Yeah. So, uh, I got a question for you. So, Me? just say for an example, you've got like. I keep smacking, sorry. You've got like six friends over, okay? Or seven, mm-hmm. so there's eight. Uh, no, let me see how many. You have five friends over, so there's like six of you. And okay. you, everybody's like, let's play a game. You go into the back, you've got a huge storehouse of games. You can pick anything you want. What would you pick? Ooh, you ever played the name Code Game or Code Names? Co- no, it is game isn't. code names. Uh, no. It's like a uh, old, uh, well, not old board game, but it was a kind of a uh, guess who type deal. Oh, hmm. neat! It was a very fun game. Yeah, a lot of my I'm, friends have that one. Okay, mm, okay. it came out a couple of years ago. I don't know. I think I had that box in my hand the other day at that store, and it said yeah. the most anticipated game of 2018 or something like that. Maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah. I it's a, a it says like the 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 who done it. No, this is code names. Okay. This game cool. it, it gets you a card. Right. Huh. Okay, so you lay out a grid, an array of let's say six by six. So you have six cards going down, six cards going up, and then you fill so, in the middle. Yeah. Okay. okay. And yeah. each card has a word on it. And each player so the group is each team, so we split it into, let's say, two teams. So each team has a grid that they have that they, only one person on that team can see. And that person can see on the grid which of those cards they need to get flipped over or get, like, a piece placed on it. So they have to try to inform their team using one word to try and get as many of those to match as possible. So, like, so let's say on the grid there's three words that say, like, pizza, sandwiches, and then a restaurant. And all three of those on your grid are ones you want to get. So you can look at your team and say, food. And so the team has to huddle together and guess which cards relate to food. And then select the ones they think are the ones that are on the grid. Can't they read your card? Like, if it says, like, a restaurant or whatever, can't they mm-hmm. see that? Because the words are face up on the table. Yeah, they could see on the table. Maybe so I just what explained the, this poorly. So what, a, yeah, so what are they trying to guess? They, can, they see can see the grid. Word? Everyone can see the grid, but on your okay. in your hand, you can see which words on the grid are the ones that you want your team to guess correctly. Oh, I'm looking. Oh, I see. Okay. It's got yeah. like, yeah. Okay, so you, so you want have them to give to... one word hints for them to guess as many of those that relate as possible. Ah. Oh, that looks like so much fun. Yeah, that was a very fun I'm looking game. at a picture of it on um, Google Images right now. Yeah. I love that. That looks great. So, yeah, you kind of, so you set up like a pattern on the grid and you want them to guess the right one, the right pattern, I think. Yeah, you put the cards down and then you draw from a big pile of grids like that are in another pile. Okay, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Oh, that looks fun. Code names. Yeah, it's a very maybe you have to game. go and pick that up then and then we'll, maybe we'll play it next year when the restrictions are off. <laughs> yeah, we'll play it when yeah. you're uh, 35 years old. Yes, that'd be fun actually. That's I'd only that. like, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. I, I actually yeah. would look forward to trying that out. Yeah. That is cool. So to me, um, I remember the board game that we used to play a lot was Balderdash. And that was fun too. Yeah, I, I thought you get family and friends Ours together. Ours was called and play something that. different, but it was the same as Balderdash. I think it came out before Balderdash. I think we had two different ones. We had one was Balderdash that we had, and then really, the, yeah. Then there was one. You're right. Was kind of a knockoff of it, but uh, yeah. So both remember were the name of this? Of well, it will be on our podcast. So I'm yep. gonna. I really want to go and pick that game up. So, if you guys want to know what to get me for Mother's Day, you can all chip in and get me this game, Codenames. Codenames. No, it's too bad. Mother's Day is, is banned this Canceled. year. Canceled. No, you can still give your mom a gift. <laughs> Even kidding. You know what? If you want to save your money, <laughs> save your money, write me a note. There you go. Yeah. I would love that. If my kids wrote me a, hel- like, even made me a heartfelt card. Mm, yeah. Or gave me a letter. A I'd love that. A heartfelt e-card. Who was the one I gave a letter to for Christmas me. or something? You? I wrote you a letter? You wrote me a letter. That was really nice. I'm going to have to write the other kids a letter at some point. Yeah. I don't remember what I said, but did you like it? I did. It was very nice. Very What's that, the, like, this, like the Christmas letter? Why did I write it for you? It was your birthday. Yeah. I wrote it for letter? his birthday. Yeah. Ooh. So maybe this year I'll write Graham one for his birthday. I remember that. Was it nice or was it? It was. Mm, okay. I still have it somewhere. I don't remember where I put it though. I think it's in my oh, closet. Good. Well, it's yeah, a good keepsake. Well, on that note, yeah. I think it is time for Nathaniel to, to get ready to, for work. Yes. All right. Uh, wow. We're oh, yeah. Wow. I'm it's, off tomorrow night though. So, Yay. Well, there you go. Mm. <laughs> good for you. You'll be able to Thank sleep you. tomorrow. Woo! <laughs> All right, so we are going to pack it up here, then. We're going to push our chairs away from the kitchen table this week. And as we do, make sure that you hop into our website's visit, My P31 Home. I mentioned that one first because that's our new site. I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah, myp31home.com. And, of course, you're going to find our devotionals at timewarpwife.com and yep. free Bible studies. Yep. And check out Nathaniel Shack Music Online 
Where is it, Nathaniel? Every, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So just type in Nathaniel Schacht music and you will find it. And you know what? That never gets old. Let me it? tell no. you one thing. Here, I'm going to give you a little hint. You put on Nathaniel Shack music and just chill out. You're going to have like such a nice, chill, little, relaxing like nap. It's gonna my new my new great. music coming out. Yeah. Oh, that's relaxing. Yeah. It's so chill. Oh yeah. Put on a pair of like what do you call them? Uh, headphones? No, earbuds. Y- y- sure. Get in the cat. The, get in the hammock. Get ready for some clarinet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tons of clarinet. And put on Nathaniel Shack music, and you're going to be so glad that you did. You'll be so relaxed. You won't even know what hit you. All right. We're going to talk to you next week. Have a great week, and um, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye for now. <laughs>